Chapter 24 of Things Worth Doing and How to Do Them. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Kylan Weber from BridgeRecording.com. Things Worth Doing and How to Do Them by Lena Beard and Adelia B. Beard. Chapter 24 Hanging Gardens of Babylon. Ake believe that you are in a singular place. The city is square, filled with square lots, on which are square houses, built of square bricks, and, strangest of all, by the side of the king's magnificent square palace there stands a wonderful garden. The garden is also built square, in four mighty steps, or platforms, one above the other, each supported by arches. These were the famous hanging gardens, and you are in the ancient city of Babylon, where Nebuchadnezzar is king, and the time is about the year 580 B.C. The king's wife, Amidas, used to live in the mountainous country of Midia, and when she married and came to Babylon, she longed for the sight of a hill, so her husband, King Nebuchadnezzar, had hanging gardens built for her. Pretend that the queen has invited you to explore the gardens with her, up up the many flights of marble steps you go to the tip-top of the beautiful hill, and standing there by her side, you have a splendid view of the surrounding flat country, as well as the river Euphrates, which divides the city into two equal parts, half on the east and half on the west side of the river. The gardens are built as high as the walls of the city, 300 feet, so you can readily look over the walls to the stretch of land on all sides. If you will find some very stiff pasteboard, we can go to work immediately and build toy hanging gardens. Cut a piece of the pasteboard exactly square, measuring on each of the four sides 18 and one half inches, figure 364. Of this, we will make a box-like foundation, draw a straight line three inches from the edge, as shown by the dotted lines in figure 365. Take each line in turn and, Placing the edge of a straight ruler along it, score the line. That means run the knife blade along the pencil line at the edge of the ruler, cutting the pasteboard only partially through. As each line is scored, raise the pasteboard and bend it away from you along the line scored. Then allow the pasteboard to lie out flat again. After all the lines are properly scored, cut the lines AA and BB, figure 365, only far enough inward to meet the line CC and DD, figure 365, allowing a scant half-inch extension at each corner of the line CC and DD. Cut the corners out as in figure 366. Bend the four little extensions, then the sides E and F, figure 366. Cover the extensions with strong glue and, bending the remaining sides G and H, figure 366, glue the extensions one at a time, securely on these sides. Hold each extension tight to the side until it sticks fast. In this way, the cardboard will be made into a large square box, which, when perfectly dry, must have openings cut through all the sides that it may resemble closely the foundation platform of the real hanging gardens. To make the 12 openings on each sides of the foundation platform, cut a strip of cardboard 12 and 1 half inches long and three inches wide. Across the entire length of the strip, draw lines half an inch apart as I-I, figure 367. 
cross these short lines by a long line running lengthwise one inch from the top edge jj figure 367 between this line and the upper edge draw another line running lengthwise a quarter of an inch from the line jj as kk figure 367 you now have a strip of cardboard 12 and one half inches long and three inches wide across its entire length you have run two long lines and across the entire width many short lines begin with the second division from one end of the strip marked by the short lines and make a dot on the center of the line kk figure 367 where this line crosses the second division l figure 367 shows the dot the diagram figure 367 is merely intended as a guide giving only portions of the 12 and one half inch strip you are making Begin at the lower corner of the smaller division under L, figure 367, and draw a curved line up to L. Draw another curved line from the opposite corner of the same division up to the same point. The two lines will form an arch as in M, figure 367. Skip one division and draw another arch on the fourth division in the same way that you drew the arch of the second division. In like manner, draw an arch in the space between the lines KK and JJ of every other division on the strip. This will make 12 arched divisions, leaving a solid division or pillar at each end of the strip and also between each opening. With the point of your knife blade, pierce holes around the edge of all the arches as shown by the arch in figure 367. Then, with scissors, cut the two sides of the second division up to the arch and holding the cut piece with your thumb and first finger bend it backward and forward until it breaks away from the strip leaving an arched opening smooth the rough edge of the arch by cutting away the uneven particles cut all arches in like manner oo figure 367 and cut the least bit from across each end of your strip not more than a sixteenth of an inch that the strip may slide inside of the box foundation the strip will be a guide in making all of the arches of your garden. Stand the box on one side and slip the strip inside of it. Lay the strip down flat on top of the lower side of the box, figure 368. And, holding it firmly in place, mark the divisions and arches on the box by running a pencil line around the edge of each opening arch of the strip. Remove the strip and one side of the foundation will be marked ready for the 12 archways to be cut out. Repeat the markings on each of the four sides of the box foundation. Cut open the archways as you cut those in the strip, and you will have made a garden foundation like the first story of figure 369. The Babylonians use arches to support their enormously heavy structures because arches are the strongest kind of foundations. Make another box of a perfect square of pasteboard measuring 13 and one half inches on each of the four sides. To form the second platform, mark off the two and one half inch sides and your box will be eight and one half inches square with a height of two and one half inches. After the glue of this is thoroughly dry, cut the arches. Use the same strip for a guide that did duty for the first platform arches. Cut four arches from one end of the strip and shave off the outside edge of the solid fifth division, which forms the end of the strip. Where the portion has been taken off, the strip will now fit in the second box platform. 
When this is all complete, make a third box still smaller of pasteboard, nine and one half inches square. Measure off a two inch border on every side to form the sides of the platform. The box should be five and one half inches square and two inches high. Cut the arches in this platform with the aid of the same guiding strip of open archways after first cutting off three additional openings to make it fit the new box. You can also trim off the bottom of the pillars along the lengthwise lower edge of the strip that it may be narrow enough to fit more perfectly in the third platform. Make the fourth and the last platform of pasteboard six inches square. When finished, let the box measure three and one half inches square and one and one quarter inch high. Two more openings must be cut from your arch strip to shorten it sufficiently to fit in the last box platform. For this platform must also be cut into open arches. Build up the four platforms, one on top of the other, as in figure 369. Place the center of each platform exactly over the center of the one beneath it. To find the center, take each platform in turn and lay a ruler very lightly on top that no pressure may bend the arch sides. Draw a pencil line from the upper right-hand corner to the lower left-hand corner PQ, figure 370. Cross this line with another drawn diagonally across the square from the other two corners RS, figure 371. The exact center of the square of the platform is at the dot T, figure 371, where the two lines meet and cross each other. Find the center of each platform and you will carefully puncture a hole through the center with a coarse darning needle. You will have to use these center marks when fastening the platforms together. The four different floors of the original gardens were supported by pillars and arches, as you have made yours. Only the real platforms had more pillars under them. Between the pillars which formed the square of the first lower platform, twelve arch passageways ran, entering from each of the four sides and dividing the ground beneath, equally between the pillars and passages. There were rows and rows of pillars, and arches that gave the effect of a honeycomb with open-sided cells. The arches proper were formed at the top of the many pillars which supported them, and all were built of the queer square bricks which had the king's name stamped on them. With other writing in a square-bounded center, the bricks were 12 inches long and 12 inches wide and 3 inches thick, and looked like figure 372. You must pretend that your pasteboard pillars between each opening are made of just such bricks and that there are many, many more brick pillars throughout the entire space beneath the floors. Cut light green tissue paper into strips wide enough to extend a trifle over the edge of the platforms while reaching in across the top far enough to have the inner edge of the strip covered by the platform resting over it. The tissue paper should form a flat green band bordering the entire top ledge of the first three platforms. Cover the entire top of the fourth and last platform with this green tissue paper. Before you can plant the shrubs and trees, you must dig holes in earth for their roots. Take each platform in turn and with a coarse darning needle, puncture holes entirely through both green paper and pasteboard. Let the holes be in straight rows. Make them on the projection or step of each platform, midway between the extreme edge and the walls of the next higher story. On the first, second, and third platforms, the holes should be an inch and a half apart. 
pierce three holes through the top of the fourth platform, one at the back on the extreme left-hand corner and on each side of that hole, but much nearer the center. You will need ground upon which to erect your hanging gardens. Get a piece of heavy, stiff pasteboard which will not bend, or a light board about 17 inches wide and 19 inches long. Cover it with green blotting paper. Allow the paper to extend over all the edges. Paste the four turned over portions of the green paper on the underside of the board or ground. Now, build up the gardens. First, stick a long hat pin through the center of the fourth or top platform. Then run the hat pin through the center of the third platform. Slide this up next to the top platform, keeping the side straight and parallel, and the second and first platforms to the others, running the pin each time through the center of the top of the platform. Place the structure on the ground with one of its sides flush with, that is, along the edge of the ground, and its adjoining side two inches from the adjoining edge of the ground, leaving about five inches of ground in front and four inches of ground at the other side of the gardens. Then stick the hat pin firmly down into the ground and leave it there until the structure is all glued together. In fitting the building on the ground, be certain that it is turned so that the back of the top platform on which you have pierced the hole at the extreme left-hand corner lies along the back edge of the ground O, figure 373. Figure 373. Place the building on the ground in this position. Figure 374. Paste the strip to the side of one box and the top of another. To bind the different parts of the structure firmly together and fasten the whole building to the ground, cut 16 strips of white writing paper 2 inches long and a scant half inch wide. Fold each strip crosswise through the center, then paste half of one strip on the fourth platform upward from the right-hand lower corner. Bring the free half of the strip out flat on top of the next platform, which extends immediately beneath it and gum down securely. Figure 374. Bind the other three lower corners of the top platform down to the top of the next platform in the same manner. Then fasten the third to the second and the second to the first platform. Also, the first platform to the ground. When the paste is perfectly dry, cautiously remove the hat pin. Build the four flights of steps from the stiff white writing paper. Cut figure 375 for the first flight of steps. Make them exactly according to the dimensions or sizes of the different parts given. You will find that the stairs themselves, CC, figure 375, must be 4 and 1 8 inches long and an inch and 1 8 wide. The height of the side of the stairs, DD, figure 375, is 3 inches. The length of the bottom of the side of the stairs, DE, Figure 375 is 4 inches. The top of the side of the stairs DF, figure 375, is 1 inch, and the width of the back 1 and 1 eighth inch. This should be the same width as the stairs CC, figure 375, because it is intended to fit on and over the flap H that turns down from the top landing and is the same width as the stairs CC, figure 375. The height of the back is 3 inches, and the top landing of the stairs, L, figure 375, is 1 inch by 5 eighths of an inch. 
cut all of the heavy lines of the stairs and bend backward all of the dotted lines except that along the flap G at the bottom of the side which must be bent forward that it may lie flat on the ground. Open out the stairs flat and with a pen and ink draw straight lines from side to side of CC. The lines will serve as steps. In like manner, make lines on each of the three other flights of steps. Bend down the two flaps H and J on the top landing, figure 375. Then the line FE along one edge of the steps. Turn outward the flap G. Bend down the line FL at the head of the stairs, which will bring the flap J under the top of the side DF. Turn back the line DD that the back may cover the flap H. Crease down the flap K tight and flat. Let it top M extend around and lie flat against the underside corner N of the flap H and your flight of stairs will be able to stand alone. Figure 376. Making our hanging garden. Gum the extension of the top landing securely along the front edge of the extreme left-hand corner of the first story of your gardens and fasten the flap G to the ground. Make three more flights of stairs in the same way, only let the second flight run in the opposite direction from the first, as shown in figure 377. To do this, simply bend the dotted lines forward instead of backward, except the lower flap at bottom of the side, which should be bent backward. This method of folding turns the stairs around, bringing the underside of the paper topmost after the stairs are bent into shape. Let the second flight of stairs measure in length from C to C, figure 375, 3 and 1 half inches, in width 7 eighths of an inch, height from D to D, 2 and 1 half inches, length DE, 3 and 1 eighth inches, length of the top side, df three quarters of an inch height of back two and one half inches with the back seven eighths of an inch top landing three quarters of an inch by three eighths of an inch fasten the second flight of stairs at the right of the second story as you glued the first on the left hand of the first story crease the third stairway in the same way as the first for it is to run in the same direction let these stairs measure in length from C to C, figure 375, 2 and 7 eighths inches, in width 5 eighths of an inch, height from D to D, 2 inches, length DE, 2 and 1 half inches, top of side DF, half an inch, height of back 2 inches, width 5 eighths of an inch, the top landing 1 half inch by 1 inch. Fasten this stairway at the left-hand corner of the third platform. Make the fourth and last stairs turn in the same direction as the second. These are the smallest. Length from C to C, figure 375, 1 and 3 quarters inches. Width, 3 eighths of an inch. Height from D to D, 1 and 1 quarter inch. Length DE, 1 and 1 half inch. Top of side DF, one quarter of an inch, width of back three eighths of an inch, height of back one and one quarter inch, top of landing one quarter of an inch by five eighths of an inch, 
bend the shape and glue this flight of steps at the right-hand corner of the top platform of the gardens. Now, go to work on the stone broad-fronted bowls, which are to stand in pairs at the landing of each stairway. Make figure 378 of white paper and with ink draw the wings, face and hat like figure 379. Then cut out the strange animal, part bull, part bird, and part man. Bend at dotted line on top of wings, figure 378. Bend outward all four of the extensions under the hoofs and stand the creature at the top of the first stairway. Paste the extensions out from the hoofs firmly to the platform. Carve or cut out seven more stone bowls and place two at the head of each stairway as in figure 377. Gum each stone bowl securely in place. One more bowl is needed which must stand high on the top of a stone shaft, figure 380. Height of shaft is three and one-fourth inches, not counting flaps or bowl. Width of same pattern at top fully two and one-half inches. Width at bottom three and one-fourth inches. Height of bowl from top of wings to bottom of feet one and one-fourth inch. Mark and fold it along the dotted lines like figure 381. Sliding the two flaps PP figure 380 through the slits QQ. Crease the flaps backward to form paper hooks that hold fast. Turn out the extensions RR, which must be pasted down flat near the right hand on the back part of the third story. The shaft will extend up high above the fourth story, as in figure 377. Make two statues a little larger than diagram and glue one at the right hand corner of the front of the first platform and the other on the right-hand corner of the back of the first platform, as in figure 377. Use two pieces of white stiff writing paper for the two statues, figure 382. Cut all the heavy lines and bend back all the dotted lines, except the extensions VV. Bend these forward. Slip and flap S through the slit T. Bend down and fit in the top U, then glue the statues in place. Color all of the white extensions of the stairs, bowls, and statues with green paint or with green tissue paper pasted over them. The garden will now be ready for the shrubbery. Use different tones of green tissue paper for the three varieties of trees. Figures 383, 384, 385. Make several trees of each kind and have all of the same variety, made of one tone of paper. Figure 383, fringe the paper as in figure 386, have four layers of paper for the fringe and one layer for the unfringed part. Begin with a plain strip and roll it around and around a slender stick, figure 386. Bend the top over to prevent its unrolling, figure 383. Plant this tree in a hole you dug for it on the first platform just back of the front statue, figure 377. Alternate these trees with the palm trees, extending the line entirely around the top of the first platform of the gardens. Figure 387 gives a pattern for the palm. Cut the six leaves and strip all in one piece. Fold each leaf 
lengthwise through the center W and fringe as in X, unfold the leaves and double the strip on dotted line Y and roll it on a slender round stick as you did the first tree. For the other tree, use six layers of fringe which you have cut like figure 386 and afterward crimp with a blade of the scissors. This time, begin at the top of the stick instead of the bottom and with the narrow top of the fringe roll the paper down to the pointed end of the stick. This gives the tree a bushy foliage, figure 385. Cut circles of dark olive green paper to make plants, like figure 388. Fold the circle evenly four times and cut like 389, stopping at dotted line before reaching the center. Unfold and the papers will resemble figure 390. Hold each of these at the center and twist a few times to make the stems, figure 391. Plant the shrubs between the trees on top of the second platform. Cut a number of the light sage green tissue paper shapes like figure 392 for plants, holding each of the plants at the center. Crease by drawing it lightly through the fingers of the other hand. Twist the stems, figure 393, and plant between trees. Arrange your plants in precise formal rows, a tree, then a plant, next a tree, and so on, allowing a tree in a higher platform to come between two plants in the platform beneath, as in figure 394. Make vines of rather long, very finely cut, and crimped tissue paper fringe. Paste the vines between the row of trees on the first platform, allowing portions of the vine to hang over the edge. Make a number of palm trees and plant the roots or ends of the tree trunks in button molds. Glue the molds at equal distances apart and in a straight line along the ground on the three sides of the gardens. Play that in the highest platform of the pyramid, an engine pumps up the water from the river Euphrates, that it runs along below on one side of the structure to supply the garden with fountains which you can make believe are sparkling and dashing here and there among rare shrubs and many-colored fragrant flowers. You must pretend that the spaces between the arches on the different platforms are made into magnificent apartments and banquet rooms, and below in the vaulted corridors the money changers and the politicians ply their trades, while outside on the terraces are to be found the simple, sweet pleasures of wholesome nature. End of chapter 24